Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I believe your clapping is so weak. I was expecting the whole church to stand and clap unto the Lord for what the Lord is doing in our midst using such wonderful children. Wonderful children in this house. There are so many children that are working for the world. Was it Friday? I was trying to have a dinner and decided to listen to the news. And a young boy on his birthday at the age of 16 went to the school. His birthday, that's what he's planning to do. Have a gun. This is right here somewhere. California. This is what the plan for the celebration. Being 16. To kill people. Church. It's not a young boy, but Satan is at work. I said, Satan is at work. If me and you does not stand and, and, and stand in gap, if we don't intercede against Satan, he will take hold of our children. Our children are vulnerable. So me and you should stand in the gap and intercede and pray for them. So when we see them working for the Lord, let us encourage them. Let's encourage them. Let's speak words of encouragement, words of wisdom. Push them. They will do it. Believe me. If your, if, if your voice does not impact them, other voices, other voices will impact their life. Hallelujah. Why don't you lift up your hands? Begin to pray in spirit. Call the Holy Spirit to come unto us to fill our mind, to fill our soul, to minister unto us in the name of Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, Holy Spirit. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. Begin to speak in spirit and allow the Holy Spirit to take full control over your life that yourself will not be here but you will be emptied by the Holy Spirit as you are here though your body is here you, see, you feel your body but let your mind be on the things of God so that the Spirit of the Lord will take hold of you the Spirit of the Lord will fill you the Spirit of the Lord will saturate you oh you will be moved to and fro by the Holy Spirit as you are sitting down the Spirit of the Lord will speak to you if only you allow the Spirit empty yourself now in the name of Jesus oh God Father help us Holy Spirit we thank you Jesus Christ Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for all that you have done, 
all that you are doing and what you are about to do now in our midst. Father, we know that we are sinners and we ask for forgiveness of sins. Father, even though we know that we are praying for forgiveness, in our mind we know that we will do it again. Yes, still, you love us. Yes, still, you love us. For many times we have asked for forgiveness and go back and do the same thing. Yes, you have never leave us nor forsake us. Because of that, we just want to say thank you. Give us a spirit-filled mind. Give us a spirit-filled heart. A heart that is filled with your Holy Spirit. That our heart will be receptive to your word. That our mind, my God, will be open to your words, Holy Spirit. That we will not allow Satan to confuse us. But our eyes will be open to the wondrous things. Today, Lord, we ask that you speak to us. That our lives will never be the same. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Why don't you give a clap offering unto the Lord. And please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As you all know, you can tell if I'm standing in this office, I have been sent and I'm very humble. I am very humble to stand in this office. I am not worthy to stand and preach to wonderful people like you, spiritual people like you. But I ask the Holy Spirit to give me the grace, grace to speak to you. I know I'm not worthy, but please open your heart. I believe and I trust in the Holy Spirit that I will not speak my own words, that, but the Spirit of the Lord will speak through me to touch you. So be open to the Holy Spirit. Don't look at the physical person that you are looking at. If you looked at that, you will, you, in fact, you will not listen to me. If you look at what is standing in front of you, because some of you probably may know my ins and outs, you may know my past, but I tell you, Bible says that the stone that was rejected was the cornerstone that became a cornerstone for the structure to be stood on it. Hallelujah. So please open up your heart for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Again, you know, it, it, usually you will see a very handsome, tall, black man coming, climbing these stairs. If I use 10 steps, he uses two steps to get here. That's how creative that the Lord has created him. Bible says that David was a very handsome man. That is how our father is to us. Hallelujah. And today, if you do not see him here, not because he is sleeping. Reverend have many children. That is how God has blessed him like Abraham. Many children. And he oversees many churches. So, when, remember when we were in secondary school? They take you to the boarding house. If you don't get visitation, you think your parents have abandoned you. You'll be eating gari and shito every day. But the day that your parents visit you, the food is different. True or false? I say true or false. You will not, in fact, you will not even tend to look at your shito. Neither would you tend to look at your gari. Because a certain food, that can only be taken by S-P-O-O-N, your hand, which is the spoon. <laughs> is somebody feeling me? That is what I'm talking about. So today, Reverend felt like he has to visit many, one of his many children. So he's still doing the missionary work, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ as usual, counsel people, encouraging us. 
and so that we can do well. So if Reverend is not here, he is doing the work of the Lord. So remember him in prayers wherever he's going because Satan does not like what he's doing. So every day, remember him in his prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Allow the blood of Jesus to cover him in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we do our memory verse? I don't know what is bothering you, but I want you to believe in that. This is our memory verse for today. Psalms 147 verse 10 says, He delighted not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. He delighted not in the strength of the horse. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. What does this mean to us? That is, this is God speaking. The Lord does not... He does not, he says he delighted not. He doesn't really seize your strength to do things for you. You think that you are strong, you have power, you have all the strength that you can. You've been lifting up muscles. Without any, you know, but God is saying to you, he, your strength is not what he delights to help you. Neither what is in your strength, your, your legs. Hallelujah. He does not. So if you think everything that you have acquired is by your strength, and you think because of the legs that you have, your knees are strong, you have every uh, legs to go anywhere, it's not. The Lord does not delight in that. Is somebody hearing me? The Bible says that road is not to the swift. That's what we were reading last week. It's time and chance. That is how God sees us. So I want you to understand what you are about to memorize. Psalm 147 verse 10. He delight not in the strength of the horse. You know, horse is very strong. He taketh not pleasure in the legs of a man. Bible says that God is not a respectable of who? A person. So he taketh not pleasure <laughs> in the legs of you. He taketh not. He take pleasure in the, oh sorry, nor does he take pleasure in the legs of a man. Hallelujah. Either way, can we memorize this? It's just breaking them into two and you will be able to memorize them within two seconds. Let's all start together. Two minutes. Psalm 147, verse 10. He delights not in the strength of the horse, nor does he take pleasure in the legs of a man. Today, I want to share with you in the next few minutes that I have with you. You all know, Reverend is teaching us, we recently just came off from um, the non-Titus and the Titus the book that we were using for the Feeding 527. And then, in the Tuesday, Reverend was also teaching us about labor to be blessed. Then, he came with a book called Determinants, hallelujah, which was last week, hallelujah. Now, he taught us some of the things that determined in our life to bring blessings to us, hallelujah. He has shown us a way what can help us, and some, sometimes these determinants can also cause us into trouble if we don't really realize in the power of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
Because of that, and a church paying tight and giving all that they could and trusting in the Lord, I just want us to know from the same book that Reverend has taught us, which is one of the new books from our bishop called Labor to be Blessed. Labor to be blessed. And what? Labor not to be rich. What does this book mean to us? What is God telling us about us to be labor, to be blessed? That's something that I want us to look at. Proverbs chapter 10 verse 22. The title of my message, which is the book that I'm using, but I'm entitled my message as The Blessing of the Lord. Oh, I thought you were going to clap your hands together. You don't want the blessing? Today, it's not cold, though. The room is very warm. When I entered, I was so happy. And I put Teddy knock off for nothing because I didn't, I know it was going to be cold. But it looks like I'm going to sweat now. Hallelujah. So I want you to relate with me, please. I'm engaging you, so you also have to engage me. Respond to me so I can also respond back to you. Hallelujah. Amen. The title of my message is The Blessing of the Lord. Amen. Amen. What, what is the blessing of the Lord to us as Christians? What do we see when we say the blessing of the Lord? What are we talking about? What are we looking for? This is where I want all of us to look into. Now, Proverbs 10, 22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it, make, it makes truly rich. And he has no sorrow with it, neither does toiling increase in it. Can we use the King James Version? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. It maketh rich. It maketh rich. And he addeth no sorrow. With it. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to see something here. The blessing of the Lord manifests intangibly in every area of our lives. But look at this scripture. If you look at it, it didn't say the blessing of the Lord is rich. That is what the scripture says. It says the blessing of the Lord is rich. The blessing of the Lord is wealth. The blessing of the Lord make it rich. Something that when it comes to you, it will help you to become rich. But the blessing of the Lord is not rich. So, it is not necessarily that when you are blessed, you will be rich. It's not necessarily... Neither is it automatically that when God blesses you, you become wealth. That is where many of Christians are failing. Because we are in church, we are expecting our bank account to be overflowing. But the scripture did not tell us that the blessing of the Lord is rich. And if we put it in a plural, if you say the blessings of the Lord are rich, 
didn't say that. But it make it. It make it. Something that makes it. Now, if that it make it rich, let's look into what are the things that make we Christians. Let's see the magnitude. Let's see the, the, the biggest part or the, the, the blessings that God is talking about. What is he talking about? Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. Church, I really want you to relate with me from today. I believe God is going to change you. I believe God is going to bring his blessings to you so that you will understand where you as a believer to be content. For Bible says that the contentment of what? To be contentment is a great gain. So if you are not content... You can get nothing out of God. You are in church, you claim to be blessed, but the wealth is not coming over you because you have not understand how to labor to be blessed. Let's read Deuteronomy. If you read the Deuteronomy 28, the, the history behind the Deuteronomy 28 from 25, 26, 27, this is where the Lord brought the Israelites out from the land of Egypt where they were suffering. Now, when they came out, they have a certain law where they were doing so many things that to the point where if you slap somebody, they slap you back. Chances of if you steal, they will stone you, they will kill you. A lot of things were happening. But the 28 came for the Lord to convey with them, to change everything. So that is where the blessings of the Lord began in their life. So let's see what God is talking about, his blessings. And this is what we are going to read it from today. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. My God. Father, help us. I just want us to know how far the blessing of the Lord go. How far the magnitude, the biggest part of the blessing, rather than all Christians believing that if somebody said, I'm blessed, you know that when we meet some people, we say we are blessed. But deep down in your heart, you, you don't believe that you are blessed because you have not seen certain things that you want to see. Certain things. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to 8, that's what we're going to read. It says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. There is a condition that we must do for us to be set up on a certain place, true or false. If only, what's the word? To hack in. To hack in. If only you can obey. If only you can take my word. If only you can open your heart for your heart to be receptive to my word. If only your ears can hear well. If only you can incline your voice, your heart and your, your mind to the counseling, the messages that are coming from the pulpit. If only, if only, verse 2. And all these blessings, now here, I really want you to pay attention here for, with me. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Now, the condition for these blessings to come on you, God wants you to hear well. God wants you to hearken your heart to his voice. The commandments. 
the instructions, the advice, the counseling that I've been giving to you, if you only you take them with you, these are the blessings that are coming over you. So most of us are paying tight, but we are not obeying the commandments. So deep down, you don't get nothing out. So you wonder what is going on. Not that, that God does not want to bless you. However, the condition that qualifies you to be blessed are not being working within you. You are not qualified because though you are given, you know, you apply for certain jobs. And certain jobs require certain degrees for you to be accepted. You've done probably one or two of them. The other, you've not done it. Now, you went, for, you went for the interview, and the job was not offered. Now, you wonder why. Not because they don't want to take you, but there's other things that are missing. So, the full benefits, that's all, the full information that is needed for you to be qualified, you don't have that. Is somebody hearing me? That does not mean that the job that you are asking for, it wasn't for you. Just that you don't have what it takes to sit in that office. The same it is with us. Yes, you've been paying your tithe, you've been giving offerings, you've been going to camp meetings, you come to church Sundays upon Sundays. But what it takes for the blessings of the Lord to come over you, you are not doing it. You are not obeying the word of God. You don't wake up in the morning and pray. You don't wake up in the morning and read your Bible. Bible said that in Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 that we must meditate day and night. You wake up in the morning, nothing of such is important to you. And you may observe and to do according. You are not observing to do according. So how does you, how do you think that you become blessed? Thou mayest observe. And then you may see what? prosperity. So prosperity is not coming. You've done all. You've done the tight parts. You've done other parts. But to do and to observe, you are not. So the blessing is not coming unto you. Church, today God wants to speak to you. God wants you to change your heart and depend on him. Just say, Lord, speak to me and I will do it. Begin to obey his voice. Begin to take the word with you and apply. Apply the word of God into your life. Hallelujah. Let's look into the blessings. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Verse 3. Blessed shall thou be in the city and blessed Shall thou be in the field? I, I was asking Kofi if they have uh, 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 ability to highlight these scriptures for us so that we will use it um, for today. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Verse 4. Blessed shall, thou, blessed shall be thy fruit of thy body. And fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. These are all blessings that God is talking about. Verse 5. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Verse 6. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies, 
that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face, they shall come out against thee one way, and they will what? Flee before seven ways. Verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, knowing that all this blessed that God is talking about, none of them mention money. None is mentioned money. But most Christians believe the blessing of the Lord is money. If you don't have the money, you are not blessed. Because of that, you don't wake up in the morning and say, Lord, I thank you for all the blessings that you have given to me because your bank account is empty. But you have forgotten that you have eyes to see, air to breathe, strength on your body, strength on your legs as the horse that the Lord does not even depend on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has given you roof over your head, close to where? That is not enough for you to even thank him because you don't have money in your bank account. Money is what every believer considers as a worth, considered as a blessing of the Lord. But the Lord did not. When you listen to Solomon, the story of Solomon, Solomon asked for wisdom, and God made him rich. Solomon did not ask for money. In fact, the money that God gave it to him, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, the Bible said that, Seek ye, and what? Oh, what does all mean? That is the, that's where the money part comes in. It fits in for you somewhere. But money is not the ultimate is somebody hear me? I thought you were going to clap your hands together. So number one, the blessing of the Lord. What is it saying to us? The first thing that I want us to look into is the reach of God's blessings is what? The location. The location. Go back to Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. The blessing of the Lord covers the location. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently, verse 2, please. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Verse 3. Blessed, these are the blessings. Blessed shall thou be in the city. So, the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord covers the location. Church, it does not matter where God plays you. Location is, lim is not limited to God's blessings. Location does not take any blessings away from you. You have to know where you are planted as long as you, are, you will obey the voice of God. Your location is very important. Wherever you will live, God will bless you as long as you hearken unto his word. Anywhere you live, if you live in a country like Ghana, you will be blessed. 
If you move to next neighbor, which is the Ivory Coast or Cameroon or any of the countries, you will be blessed. Because God is not limited to locations. Location does not matter at all to God. People are surviving in the deserted area. They are being blessed as a matter of fact. They have more money than the, some of the countries that are considered as a tropical area. So location is not limited. God's blessings cover every city that you live in, every nation that you move to, wherever you go, as long as you allow the voice of God to speak to you. Hallelujah. It's not location limited. Hallelujah. Secondly, the blessing of the Lord, it covers your children. It says, blessed shall thou be in the city and blessed shall thou be in the field. Continue. Verse 4. Blessed shall thou be, verse 4 please. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body. The fruit of thy body, your children. Your children is a blessing of the Lord. Your children are the blessed of the Lord. When Abraham, when uh, Isaac, Abraham gave birth to his son Isaac, what happened? The blessing of the Lord began to flow from them. Isaac began also to have blessings of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord covers your children in every aspect of your life. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Your children is what comes out of you. What comes out of you is the blessing of the Lord. Because it says, shall be the fruit of thy body. And the fruit of thy ground, and the, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. All these are the increment that comes from your body. So when you see that the Lord has been a blessing to me from, for my children, as I have, to, you see many of us have children, but because they don't have what it takes, they are very upset. Because they, they think God has not blessed them. But what you don't know is that many, some of them does not even have them. And they are struggling. They are spending a lot of money to receive the blessing. But it's not happening. Look, God loves you for who you are. As long as you can be content and know that in every state that I find myself, I give him the glory. I give him the glory and I praise him and I thank him. Because I am who I am by the grace of God. Many people are in your age. You can attest to it that there are some people that you grew up with. Today, they are not alive. And if they do, they wish to be in the state that you are in. Church, I want you to begin to understand who God is to us. In every state you find yourself, give him thanks. Give him thanks for the thanksgiving to the Lord provokes him to open many windows to you. But because we are ungrateful, he finds it so difficult to open biggest door for us. Now, if you cannot take care of the little that the Lord has given unto you, how much that when he gives you big, you will be able to take care of? Have you forgotten that? And the Lord's blessings does not give to us in the biggest way. It comes in the areas where it's not even, it doesn't, it's very insignificant. The blessings of the Lord, it looks unacceptable before us. 
Number four, the products. It says, verse five, Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. The products that you have, the qualities, the word of God that is ministering to you. Your life has been saved through the word of God. What have you been doing about it? If you are not using your salvation to minister unto somebody else to, see, to be received, how can you bear fruits? The fruitfulness for your salvation is for you to go out also and win and bear fruits. But you are not bearing fruits. You've only been selfish. You, you are so grateful only for yourself and your salvation. Everything that you have is only you. No one else cares. Nobody's life that is so important to you. You don't even want to know about somebody else's. You wake up in the morning and it's church service. You only think about yourself. You live right here. No one's life. That nothing. Nobody's burden that is being considered. But only you. So you come to church. You are saved. But how about your brother? What, how are you using the product of salvation that has been given to you? Now, if you don't use that product very well, how can you produce? How can you be multiplied? How can God see that my son is working for me, so let me bless him? You have the salvation, then you sit on it because it's enough for you. I said it's enough for you. What belongs to us, church, let's use what God has given to us to produce fruits. To support others. If you believe your life has been saved by Christ, by the blood of Jesus, go out there and fetch someone to be saved. That person that you fish to be saved will also fetch somebody to be saved. That is the reason why Jesus Christ came. He says, pray to the Father in Matthew chapter 9. He says, pray to the Father that you will give us laborers who will work in his work in what? In the field. So if you are not praying, how can you produce? If you are praying indeed, and how are you acting on your prayer? We wake up in the morning and we say, let's pray for the souls. After the prayer, what comes to your mind? The products are not being put to work. The products that are given to you, what belongs to you, are not being used. And if it's being used, what are you seeing? Are you bearing fruits? Is somebody hearing me? Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God. Continue, please. Verse 6. Blessed shalt thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shalt thou be when thou goest out. Hallelujah. God is talking about traveling. God is talking about your movements. So number one is location. Number two is your children. Number three is your products. What, you be, what belongs to you. And number four is the travels. What are the travels mean? The Bible says that you are blessed when thou comest in. And you are blessed when thou goest out. The blessing of the Lord protects your going and your coming out. Your blessing of the Lord is not money. Money cannot protect you. I just want you to get an understanding of the blessing of the Lord today where many Christians are seeking for. We are traveling afar, working hard for the money, but the money is not coming. And if it comes, we don't even know how to use it. When you understand the blessing of the Lord, 
money is nothing for you. Because Solomon, he asked for wisdom. And all of a sudden, money starts coming. Reverend is teaching us. He's teaching us how we can do well in our life. Counseling us and giving us idea, the idealistic of doing well. Our welfare, our own social life, the life that we live. How can we do well before God? It takes a man of God with wisdom. That is exactly what Solomon prayed for. He says, Lord, give me wisdom that I may what? Care for the little one that you have given unto me. By the grace of God, he had that wisdom that he can help many of us to do well. The other day I was telling him that a lot of things, I've been working with a lot of pastors and they've all been great. When I say great, amazing in my life. If you see me standing here today, then they've really, really, really worked hard on me. They've done a lot of work on me because left alone with Satan, I could be working for the world. I could be doing other things for the world. In fact, our church will not be even in my mind. But they never given up on me. So I was telling him, the counsel that I'm re receiving now, I wish I had known them 10, 15 years ago. Probably life would have been different. But it's not too late. You see, it's not too late because when you hear the advice, the speed that you would take as he was teaching us, the speed the speed of counseling as you embrace it and take it and knowing that, in fact, he is talking to me. Don't say that, hey, if this has worked for you, we are not all the same. That is the, that is the attitude that most of us have. And because of that, remember, the anointing does not help you. By the way, it's not him speaking. When he stands before the office, it's the Holy Spirit that is speaking through him. So everything that comes, if you look at it, it's not only one person that he has helped that has done well. That tells you that, in fact, there's something great that has come to us that we must embrace it. Something great, magnificent from the Lord. If only we can see it. I believe God will help us. I say, I believe God will help us. So let's take it. So God said that wherever you move to, it does not matter. He will protect your going out. And he will protect your what? Your coming in. So the blessing of the Lord is to protect you. It's to cover you and your family. It's to cover you and your children. Look, the people who went, the students who went to, to work, I mean to school, didn't know that a young boy who is their classmate that they chat together and laugh together and laugh together and play together can one day walk to school and take a gun and begin to shoot people. Can you imagine your birthday? That is what you are planning to do. The young boy. The young boy. So it takes God who can protect you. It takes that blessing of God to protect your going out. That as you are going out, you will come back safe. Because it is dangerous out there. Satan has filled the mind of someone to just pull up a gun and kill you. This is the reason why every day that I pray, I say, Lord, cause me to become invisible to the wicked and the unreasonable ones. Because there are people who have the evil eyes. 
But when the Lord blinds them, I become invisible. I see you becoming invisible. I see God protecting your going out. I see God protecting you coming in. The Lord shall protect and preserve you and your family in the name of Jesus. And that is the blessing of the Lord. Is somebody hearing me? Number five. You know, when you talk about location, right? <laughs> location will not cut short of the Lord's blessings in your life. At all. Location will not cut. It will not cut. If today... By the grace of God, you have chosen to do or you have decided to do the missionary work and they call you to go to any country of the African countries or even in the North America or somewhere in Asia. Anywhere you will go to, believe in God that you will be blessed. Don't say that. You see, Bishop called two people and the two people, he, send, he was sending them out. One was to go to Europe. The other was go to I think it's northern part of Ghana somewhere. Now, <laughs> now the two of them, the first, Bishop, Bishop had prayed about this. And the reason why he called the two of them is that he's been working with them for a while. And the spirit of the Lord keeps speaking to them, no, him, about those two men. So Bishop wanted to make sure, indeed, what God is telling him. It's what it is. So he called these two gentlemen. And one of them was the reason why Bishop called the two. Because one of them, he is safe. But the other is not. So when Bishop called the two, one said, I will go. And didn't go. But the other one, he told Bishop, Ah, Bishop, look at me. What do you think? I've done everything I could for you. And if you are sending me to anywhere, I believe Europe would have been a better place for me. Why Africa? Why is nothing part of Ghana? The Holy Spirit ministered to him. That's him. So Bishop listened to him say, why? It's not, they don't have humans there. Are they not souls? Are they not? Then he said, Bishop, I'm not going. And didn't go. So when they left, then the Holy Spirit confirmed. And that was the guy that Bishop was having a problem with. That was the guy. So, the one who said, I will go. He told Bishop that he will, he will go. Bishop placed him. In fact, he told the other guy, I can't work with you anymore. I'm sorry. Because you have <laughs> limited to the souls. But a soul is a soul. And it's precious. Before the eyes of God. Hallelujah. And what, one of the things that people don't know, I have a best friend. Today, he is Mozambique. His name is Bishop Frank. He's one of my friends. He went to Opokowari. Very young man. His church is amazing. Growing up, he's very great in soccer and very intelligent guy. So when he finished the A-levels, he got admission to play for professional soccer. That was when he was about to go. And he had started going to Lighthouse. But he didn't know to, whether to sign the contract or to jump into the missionary. Then he took, the, he spoke to Bishop, he spoke to some of the pastors. And when they told him, he gave up the contract, the soccer, everything. 
and decided to follow God. Today, he has built cathedrals. He has built strong cathedrals in Mozambique. He has a lot of churches, a lot of people. His children are going to school for free, paying for, getting a lot of things. In the beginning, he thought where he was going, there was nothing there. Church, God's blessings will not be short on the location where you will be at. Location does not matter to God. Just have faith and trust in him. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody hearing me? Are you getting the understanding of God's blessings? Very good. I'm getting it. Hallelujah. Verse 8. Hold on. I think the verse 7, sorry. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten. Verse no, no, number six is the battles. The blessing of the Lord is the battles. The blessing of the Lord covers the battles. The Bible says that when the enemy comes like a flood, he will lift up a standard against them. When you are blessed, God fights your battles for you. When you are blessed, no matter what you do, the Lord fights your battles for you. In every situation you find yourself, I want you to believe in God, and the Lord will fight for you. Hallelujah. I said the Lord will fight for you. He said, the Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way and they will flee before they will flee before thee seven ways. The enemies will come one way, but they will flee before seven ways in the name of Jesus. God blessings covers your battles. If your marriage is not working well, don't depend on your own. I watched a movie called War Room. The woman was fighting physically with the husband, and the more she, 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 she fights physically, the more it gets worse. The more she fights, the more it gets worse. Then the, she had an encounter. She had an encounter with the lady, and the lady led her to Christ. And when she got to know Jesus, she decided to go to the war room. What was, what, was he doing, what was she doing in the war room? Prayer. Prayer. She reads the word, and she will put a paste in the room, and she will quote those scriptures, and she will stand on the scriptures and pray. And the more... She prayed on scripture. At one point, she was in the room praying, and the husband was talking to another woman, whom the woman was trying to seduce him. And as the wife was praying and praying, as the husband was sitting there, ready to make a move, through the prayer, the Holy Spirit intercede, and the Spirit of the Lord had an encounter. Something happened. Then the man had to move. It was the work of the Holy Spirit. He will protect you. The Spirit of the Lord will fight for you. The Bible says that when the enemy comes like a flood, the Lord God Almighty will lift up a standard against you. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. So whatever comes against you, God will fight it. Hallelujah. And the last one is the storehouse. Hallelujah. The storehouse. The storehouses. Verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. He shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth. God will build his house and the gate of hell 
shall not prevail. The blessings of the Lord, it protects the house. He will build his house. If you have the mind that if you don't come, the church will not continue, please begin to change your mind. Because the church is not yours. It is the blessing for the people to come. And you are not the only one that exists on the earth. There are many. If you find yourself here considered as a privileged, consider that it's a privilege and you will continue to pray to the Lord. God will bless you once you stay in the house and help to build it. Hallelujah. If you build the house of God, God will build your house. I said, if you build the house of God, God will build your house. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I believe my time is up, but I want to share this with you. If the blessing of the Lord covers all these areas in our lives, if indeed it covers all these areas that we are talking about, the location where we live, wherever you live, the children, whatever comes out of you, those are the blessings of the Lord. Now, the products, what belongs to us, how God protects what belongs to us, how God preserved them for us, and travels wherever we go to, location where we live, and the battles, the battles that faces us. Some of us, we try so much to have children, it becomes difficult. Some of us, we try business, that's not work. Some of us, we try a lot of things, that's not work for us. These are the battles. But God said these are the blessings, that's for us. Why? Because whatever comes against us, God fights them. God fights them. But we don't see that these things must come to us as Christians. These things is part of our life. The Bible says in Peter that the, the, the lion is roaring whom he may devour. He's seeking whom he may devour. So your life is a prey to Satan. He wants to destroy you. But knowing that with the word of God in your mouth, with the word of God written in your heart, you are being preserved, you are being protected. For God, God said that he will protect your going and your coming in. And the reason why there's so chaos is that the word of God is not in you. You are totally empty. The word is not in you. But the word is your source. Hallelujah. So if all these things covers us, now, what does the blessing look like? What is the nature of this blessing that God is talking about? When God, when God is blessing you, what does it look like? What does it look like to you? Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? What does it look like to you? Because you don't have money, you don't see the blessing of the Lord. Because you don't have the physical cash, you are not seeing it. But I want you to show you something. Blessing of the Lord, number one, is, and foremost, is the covenant that God has conveyed in us. The Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. When God met Abraham, he says, Abraham, I'm the Lord your God. I am the Lord your God. The Lord conveyed in Abraham. He, the covenant that the Lord have with Abraham is what made him what? Who he was. God said, and I will bless you. If I am your father, I will bless you. So the covenant is number one that God set for us. The divine partnership. 
The connection, the partner that comes to you can help you. Many of us, network is what helps us. You need one person in your life and your whole life will change. Jesus Christ. He, John, the, John the Baptist was his cousin. John came and made the way for Jesus Christ and he was preaching. Many people did that. He thought they, he was the Messiah. But they, John the Baptist said, I am not. And even the one that is coming, I am not even worthy to untie his legs. Then when he saw him, he says, that's him right there. That was what made a lot of people know who Jesus Christ was. Even him, he needed somebody in his life. Abraham, before Abraham became who he was, so the Lord connected him to some man called Melchizedek. Through Melchizedek, God blessed Abraham. And even Lot. Lot was nothing. But when he had an encounter with his uncle, the blessings fall upon him. He even chose a best place to stay. Which he became Sodom and Gomorrah, which is next door to your house. Sodom and Gomorrah, you're living next door. It's not far fetched from you. But I want you to know, even though the Sodom and Gomorrah is in your left and right, front and back, God will cause you to be blessed. That is how the blessing of the Lord looks like. When the Lord blesses you, you will find yourself among evil people. But you alone. I said you alone. I said you alone. God will build a hedge around you. God will protect you. God will preserve you. Nothing of evil will affect you. That is the blessing of the Lord. You will be sitting in a plane. People were shaking. You will be in a car. An accident may happen. You alone, you will be saved. Your car will be on the street. Another car will be coming. But your car, as the driver is drunk, as the driver is, uh, is so boosted up, as the driver is testing, about to hit your car, the angels will lift up your car. And that car will hit a wall. And you will be safe. That is the blessing of the Lord in your life. You've done all that you could. You wonder why you have not married. Be patient. You were sitting among many women. And this gentleman walking. And everybody looking at him. Everybody looking at him. And he was like, whoa, he's the best for me. That's what you were thinking. But the man didn't come to you. There's a reason for it. There is a reason for it. Because man look at the outward. But the Lord look at the heart. And the Lord noticed that this man's heart, if I give him to you, you will not save me. So every opportunity that comes in your way, begin to give thanks to the Lord. Lift up your hands and begin to thank the Lord. Stand on your feet. I, I couldn't finish my message, but I'm trusting God to continue in the second service. If you are here, I really want you to grab this, knowing what the blessings can do for you. Let's not the church depend on money, for money is not the ultimate for us. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Why don't you lift up your, uh, your hands unto the Lord. Ask God to give you the grace to understand his blessings. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for understanding of his infinite blessings upon us. Say, Lord, please give me the grace to understand your blessings. Because many of us are deviated from the blessings of the Lord. 
we are seeking something that God has already been given to us. There's something that God wants us to seek and work on, which is far-fetched from money. Church, I want you to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Lift up your hands. Surround yourself unto him. Surround yourself. As your hands are lifted up, you are asking his grace to lead you, to guide you, to give you wisdom and understanding. Father, I pray for everyone that is here this morning, oh God. I ask for the Holy Spirit to help them, oh God, to understand the blessings that you have given unto us. Father, you said you will bless our going and our coming in. You said you will bless our products. You will bless our fruits. You will bless our battles. You will fight our battles for us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God Almighty, we ask you, Holy Spirit, to protect and bless our travels, Lord. Father, Bless our locations, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And we ask that you bless our storehouses, oh Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Spirit of the Lord. Everyone here this morning is a church. My God, and you said you will bless the storehouse. Everyone here is a storehouse this morning. And we see your blessings coming over them. Cause them to be multiplied. Cause them to be increased. Anoint their head. My God, my King, my Savior, I ask that everyone here's head will not lack of oil. When time comes for someone to be chosen, let somebody here to be chosen in the mighty name of Jesus. When time comes for someone to receive, cause someone who is here positioning him Himself before you be received in the mighty name of Jesus. When time comes, someone to have his breakthrough or her breakthrough, let that person who is here this morning, my God, receive their breakthrough in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When time comes for someone to be healed, my God, let everyone who is here receive their healing in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. When time comes for someone here, my God, my King, my Savior, to receive more abundantly, let everyone here receive from you in the mighty name of Jesus Father we thank you and we bless you with all eyes being closed if you are here and you do not know Jesus Christ as your personal savior if you don't know him as your savior if you don't know him as your Jesus Christ if you don't know him as your redeemer your restorer and your rebuilder church i ask you to lift up your hands unto him and say lord please deliver me ask god if you are here and you don't know him as your personal savior lift up your hands wherever you are and i will pray with you in the name of jesus holy spirit sing with me i will never be the same again I will never return. I've closed the door. I will walk apart. I'll run the race. And I will never be the same again. Thank you, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and please be seated in the presence of the Lord. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.